Welcome back to the Rugen Hangout. What hangout? Your mother's favorite place to be. La Hulagan. All right. Anyways, no, uh, this oh, week. Oh, Seahawk. Have you? Oh, boy. <laughs> I wish this was visual so I can show the pictures. But Yeah, the trailer for Seahawk came out today. And I don't know what y'all think, but I am not excited for it. Well, hear me out, all right? Just... What do you mean, hear you out? <laughs> hear me out. Okay. The juicy's a jello woman. Hear me out, bro. Hear me, hear out. me out, bro. That dumpy. Okay. Sheesh! I just feel like, uh, I don't know. Why? I hate the way that they're portraying her. And this might be how it is in the comics. And maybe if it is, I guess that's fine. It's just not something I like. I hate how they're just portraying her just as Hulk in her normal day life, you know? Like That's just, literally how she is in the comics. Yeah, what? I don't like Word that. for word, bar for bar. I don't like that. I'm going to talk about how the visual effects look really bad. In the, they and, do. Yeah, and they fa- do. fans are holding on hope yeah. that that's not okay. how it looks like. Well, hear me out, all right? Does it come out till August? Stuff like this is held on to usually until like maybe like the week before. So d- this definitely is not the final render. However, I am not a fan of movie studios coming out and giving a trailer with half-assed renderings because then you get responses like this. Yeah, that, that, that's like what if I... you're going to drop a trailer, at least have the shots in the trailer fully rendered. That's, that's what I mean. Why the Hulk and the Abomination look good because they already have high def models from See, previous I just movies. Agree, I think the don't you say Hulk She-Hulk looks better than Banner. The that they they brought up in Endgame and Infinity War, I hate that. I hate, oh, I hate his design, like, but it's he such looks a downgrade. As a CGI model. I mean, I guess I just I don't like that they went as an actual rest. effect. He looks pretty slick. In but all the different ways, they could have gone so many different. Like Hulk has so many different stories, you know. Like they could have done so many different things with them, and uh, they won't do Planet Hulk. <laughs> They did. It's called Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> I guess. This is but Hulk 3. But yeah, on the official Marvel page, I went through the comments and everyone, and like every single comment was like, what is this? Why is that animation so bad? I, I, I'm, with, I'm with Edward though. Like why release a product like that and give expectations like that? Like that's what give I mean, something like, out that looks good at least. She only looks bad in comparison because they already have fully rendered CGI models of the Abomination and Hulk to begin with. So having an unpolished brand new model to work with makes it stick out even more. Like if they were to all look kind of shoddy, you wouldn't notice it as bad. But having her stick out so fucking badly is just such a shitty PR move. Oh, like I didn't whoever think, thought, like whoever approved that trailer needs to be fucking fired, bro. And stuff like that. I mean, I'm still gonna watch it, but stuff like that makes you not want to watch it. You know what I mean? Well, after the CGI shit fest that Moon Knight was, I have no hope that She Hulk's gonna look that much better than what it does now to begin. And with. it is a t- that's one of the issues with uh, big budget TV shows, really big budget TV shows nowadays, because. You know, you never know say, where to squeeze it. You got to cut corners. I can't even like dismiss some of the CGI in these shows as it being a TV show because they give each episode full blown movie budgets, but it still looks like shit. And I'm like, bro, come on, yeah. come on. More than, they bite off a little bit more than they can yeah. chew. I guess. What y'all bring to the table this week? 
Um, speaking of uh, animation, yeah, I, yes, yes. I brought a Pixar's brand new movie they announced. It's going to come out June 16th, 2023, Elemental. Uh, they dropped a synopsis of it already, which is kind of crazy. Um, it reads, in a city where fire, water, land, and air residents live together, a fiery young woman and a go-with-the-flow guy will discover something elemental. How much they have in common. Directed by Peter Schoen and produced by Denise Reem, Disney and Pixar's Elemental releases June 16, 2023. Directed by it? who? Why is it all drawing Peter Schoen? Peter Schoen's the dude that directed The Good Dinosaur. Yeah. Mm, that's a little shoddy, but I'll, I'll give him a chance. I don't know. I haven't watched... There's it's no, just, it's, it's um, just concept the, art. It's just concept but, art. But he said that um, it's inspired by his childhood growing up in New York uh, as a Korean immigrant and how he witnessed all the cultures being like a real mixing pot in New York. So that, that was the basis for this movie. That that's a good that's a good thing he has his heart in the project. I'm actually excited for this because it really does sound like um, we're gonna see how each element interacts, how each one um, talks to one another. I've also heard that certain elements can't be next to each other, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's you know it's just a whole community that's gonna be really cool to explore. I want to see how they get the world building during the film. Yeah, I'm really excited, and by the sounds of it, you know. Pixar's recently we've talked about how they've been delving more into the you know treacherous themes so talking about cultures being a mixing pot in America is definitely one of the bigger like topics concerns issues that we have in the country going on so yeah watching a kid movie go on about it would be kind of interesting yeah I was gonna say Pixar they miss sometimes but you can't say they don't have good ideas the last Which time they missed original was Cars ideas. 2. Cars, Cars 1, bro. 2? No. See, because <laughs> I did Cars 2, yeah. I don't have a problem with Cars 3 or Cars 1, but Cars 2 is the last time they've had like a big flop to me. Which I disagree, one? actually. The, the Good Dinosaur, in my opinion, was a big flop. Everyone did that come out after Cars, Cars 2? 2? Mm-hmm. Oh, I was thinking of Cars 3. My bad. But, came out yeah. like less than... The Good Dinosaur. I didn't mind The Good Dinosaur. It just wasn't... It was mid. I also thought it was mid. I I can't think of anything else. Finding Dory was okay. It wasn't a flop. It was alright. Ooh, ooh, ooh. That was my favorite part. Ooh, Wiki. Ooh, Wiki. Alright, my turn. Let me show what I bring to the table. Alright, so... Um, Wrong. Director John Watts, who has directed the entire Spider-Man Disney um, trilogy is working on a new Star Wars series. It's going to be a galactic version of the of the classic 80s coming of age 80s film, 80s films Amblin. It's going to be set after Return of the Jedi and right now they're looking for four actors ages 11 to 12 to star in it. After Return of the Jedi. Yes. I don't know if they're going to be playing Jedi but or if they're going to be like four sensitive kids kind of delving on the idea of Ryan Johnson of uh, the last Jedi. And he showed that there's other force sensitive like children, or maybe it's delving into Luke starting his academy and those four kids are force sensitive. I don't know. I, I just kind of think they're going to be force sensitive. Maybe they mm. won't be. Maybe it's going to be just some little like Star Wars adventure. Well, I hope at but... least one of them's force sensitive. Otherwise, it's just going to be four kids. 
Yeah, that space. <laughs> that and I think the concept sounds okay. I just don't really care for John Watts, to be honest. I think he'll do. I think he'll do a fine job. I just personally, as a director, I don't. I think he's he's involved. <laughs> I think he's all right. He's not involved. I don't think. I think John Favreau's involved. Yeah. Like you yeah, have to. If, as long as Filoni and Favreau, one of those two, are involved, it's going to be okay. They were involved in the Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah, and it was okay. <laughs> What's up, Anthony? I said there's so much Star Wars stuff out now that, like, you can't really start watching it because there's like so much. It's getting. It's actually getting pretty wild there's really like six movies you need to watch and then the last sequels they haven't really touched on them so don't worry about them because they suck dick and they're kind of scared too because they're a mess and fuck the world up so there's they're slowly doing it though with the mandalorian slowly the reason they're doing it slowly is because they're like fuck how do i fix this they're trying to see what how to make it make sense and then they connect something and they're like okay here, guys, this makes a little sense. It's going to creep in, but not too Clone much. War. They're trying to use the Mandalorian the same way that they use the Clone Wars to make the prequels better. Yes, I agree. At least episodes two. And it made three a lot better. Three was it already made good. Three, it made like, it awesome. One of the, the best Star Wars movies ever. The It just really showed the, all the um, the buildup and the emotion. Like it made, it, it made a lot more sense. It let you give, like, actual insight on how big the impact was because in like the main trilogy like in the main trilogy you, you kind of get the aftermath of it but you don't get like the immediate like oh fuck oh shit what the fuck yeah god all right sorry anthony enough star wars talk for you yeah. but that's about it for our news this week we are going sadly reviewing fire starter i shouldn't have said that i should have went to the sponsor i'm so sorry yeah, but, the, uh, you know, sponsor. right, right, right after the sponsor, we're going to shit on a movie. So stay tuned. All right, guys. So this week we are going to review the brand new adaptation of Stephen King's Firestarter. This is Firestarter 2022, which was on Peacock in theaters, yada, yada, yada. So I'll give you a little synopsis if you don't know what it's about. So a couple desperately tries to hide their daughter, Charlie, from a shadowy federal agency that wants to harness her gift for turning fire into a weapon of mass destruction. Her father taught her how to defuse her power, but uh, once Charlie turned 11, the fire became harder and harder to control. When a mysterious operative finally finds the family, he tries to seize Charlie once and for all, but she has other plans. Whoa, whoa, um, whoa, bro. You just spoiled the whole movie. <laughs> That's a synopsis, bro. Director Keith, directed by Keith Thomas. Cast is Zac Efron, as y'all have seen. He's probably the biggest um, person in marketing for it, Smash. as Andy McGee. Ryan uh, Ryan Kiara Kiara Armstrong. I'm sorry if I said your name wrong. As uh, as Charlie, of course, and then Sydney Lemon as the wife of uh, Victoria. So where do y'all want to begin with this? This is non spoiler review. So if y'all want spoilers, make sure y'all tune in a little bit later, a couple minutes later. But we're gonna start with non spoilers. So we're we doing. Let's start with you, Anthony. Give your take on this movie and give us a con first. Net so negatives. Mm-hmm. So, okay, overall, I thought the movie was really enjoyable. I thought it was interesting. It had. I'm sorry. It, we said start with cons, and then you started with the with the. Well, he said he said and then overall, I started chuckling. He said overall I said, and a con. Yeah, I said give his take, and then give a right. 
on. So just My shut up and sit back. I just Thank you. I couldn't help but chuckle, but I didn't want to. It's okay. But I did. I think I thought it was really enjoyable, and I'd probably watch it again at some point, not for a while, but. The one main problem I had with it is that there were, was no background explanation to anything. Like there was no, like you didn't know what was going on. You didn't know the background of how they got the powers, who the government, these government people were, like why they wanted them. They you didn't, they didn't explain anything yes, in the movie. I agree. I but you were just like there, yes, like you. Explain. I feel like. This was a, a sequel to a movie that was never made. That doesn't exist. Yeah, that's a, that's a good, uh, that makes sense. I thought they, good way to put it. I thought they gave you a pretty decent... They're like, mom, dad, science experiments. They had kid. Kid has powers stronger than mom, dad. Now government wants all of them. I, don't, I feel like it was not just that, though. It was like the entire... Constantly had questions that I'm like, okay, why didn't they explain this before? Or like, why don't I know more about this specific topic? You know, it was the whole yeah. movie. It was like different things throughout the entire thing where I just I, kept like what was going on. I'll, yeah, I'll, that's fair. I'll, I'll slip into one of my cons because it goes off of you and it might help you a little better with what you're saying. I think it's because the characters, not none of them had little to like no development. Yeah. So I, it so it felt like we didn't even know them. We weren't connected with them. No background. We just yeah. didn't know anything I, about them. Really. The one character with the best development and with the best emotional connection in the movie, and probably one of my favorite characters was the old man. What the fuck? Y'all know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Why did his character have old farmer? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Why did yeah, his yeah, character yeah. have more depth than the main characters. You tell me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a big spoiler, like at all. You just know there's a farmer. <laughs> the farmer. But um, all right, Edward, what do you got for us? What's your take on the movie? And give us a con. You can Man, fuck this movie. <laughs> I'm sorry if you guys wasted a movie ticket when you could have just stayed at home and watched it on Peacock. You're still paying for Peacock. That's this fair. is one of those things where if you have Peacock, go watch ahead and watch it. it. Yeah. But it's not worth your time, and it's definitely not worth the movie ticket. And if you have to go out of your way because you think you want to buy Peacock just to watch this movie, don't, don't fucking do it. Yeah, don't do that. I, um, I don't fully agree. Like, for me, for me personally, I would watch this in a movie. I just... If you were to watch it in the theaters, don't expect a lot. You know, it's just kind of a, it's just kind of there to kill an hour of your time. You know, it's enjoyable, but it's oh, nothing like big. It's nothing special. Hear me out. So, the reasons that you would want to watch it in a movie theater would be for the cinematography, so you can see the visual effects on a big screen and like yeah. as high definition as you can. This had the shittiest cinematography I've seen in a modern movie. The image quality looked like it was one of our short films shot in like a dim ass room. What? Like there were I parts of the movie that I like paused it, rewinded, and I thought my TV was just blurry, but like the background was just as grainy as like the background of some of our webcams. And I was like, bro, what the fuck am I watching right now? Uh, the color palette was really dull. Like there was no bright color. Like even the fire. 
the fire that's supposed to be bright illumination light it was fucking dull like there was no color in the fire like it was just a bright light um none of that and, bothered like, me. i i liked all that actually the, <laughs> the parts know. where it was like actual cgi flames not just them like slapping heat gel on their actor and actually lighting them on fire for practical fire effects the actual cgi effects stuck out like a sore thumb and it didn't look good like it looked like something i could do in after effects in an hour um and that's my take on that's your take the spoiler free take yeah um, um oh no wait. i'll just say this is a very 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 underwhelming film that feels like wasn't there was no vision for it at all i don't i i haven't read the book so i can't say like exactly what it was supposed to be adapted from but like anthony said little to no background little to no development in the characters um little to no anything really there's nothing compelling about this film that even sticks out to me like at all not one thing i I don't know. I disagree. I thought the story was really interesting and compelling. Like what it, story, bro? <laughs> the whole thing of like she has superpowers and she's like running away from these government people and she's like learning to use them. Mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting. But do you know how many better examples there are of that exact yeah, story? But I'm not comparing. Like, this it. is like I'm the worst example of this that I'm, you could get. I'm reviewing it as a movie Stand- by itself. standalone. Yeah, and it's a standalone movie. It doesn't stand up to anything that's being made currently or in the past. It's better than the original, but the original was already considered one of the worst Stephen King movies. I thought it was good. I, I would not recommend. I would not recommend. I would not recommend, but unless you want a snooze fest, to be honest, my opinion, my humble opinion. Anthony, do you recommend? Do you think they should give it a watch? I'd recommend it. It is a short watch, though, to be fair. so It's a short one that feels like it takes forever, though. That's fair. I did get I did get pretty bored. I would pause it and then look at my phone. I fell asleep, had to get up, make food, come back, rewind it, and then finish watching it. All right, Anthony, so we're going to get into pros, and I want you to start because I want you to explain what you loved about this movie. I... We're in spoilers now, right? No. No, this is um, still... Well, why did I just wrap up the spoiler-free? No. I don't know. I'm sorry. I feel like... I was about to say, I thought we all gave our full opinions. Did you have a pro you wanted to talk about, Noah? No. I felt, <laughs> I felt Anthony gave what he liked about it, though, spoiler-free. Do you want to just go spoilers? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. Now we are going into the spoiler territory of this movie... If you uh, have seen it, y'all can go ahead. If you haven't seen it, you can still go ahead. If you want to learn about this movie and what we fully, fully think about it, like in-depth spoilers. But uh, if not, then uh, we will see y'all next week. Say out of your mom for us. And make sure if you're on YouTube, subscribe, like the video. If you're on any podcast, give us a rating, five stars, and uh, leave a review. And make sure to follow us on all of our socials at underscore the hooligan hangout underscore. And uh, yeah. Look at our new uh, dad hats on merch.streamalmost.com in the bio of our Instagram. Yep, coming out the exact same day as this podcast. I don't have anything positive, so I think Anthony should start with positive. No, that's fair. I don't have anything positive either. <laughs> okay, I have I have one thing that is like remotely positive. But um, I'm just going to play off of you, Anthony. So 
I do agree with you. I think I think Zach Efron is underrated, but however, in my opinion, this is one of his worst performances he's had, and his he should fire his agency. To be honest with you, what Wait, <laughs> he why? really should. Because his agencies should not have given him such, given him such a shit role. They should have found why, something better. Why for do you him. think it's his worst performance, though? I feel dude, like when, he did when you when you dude. compare this, Anthony, compare this to the Greatest Showman. Compare this to um that Baywatch. Ted Bundy, <laughs> yeah, Baywatch. Compare yeah. it to the the Ted Bundy one he did. You can't tell me this isn't his worst one. That yeah, that is true. But he still did really good in this one. He didn't do good. He was just the best out of all the shit. I I think. I think he also got shit riding, though, to be fair. Yeah. Oh, dude, the, yeah, that's part of it. But the other part of it, I don't want to say it was his acting. I want to say it was on the director for being retarded and asking for stupid shit. Yeah, like, he's he, how do you expect him to act in certain situations? But I'll go and right into the cons with that, Anthony. I felt each of the actors were incredibly overdramatic, which resulted mm-hmm. in very bad performances. You want to know my specific note for this? What? Dog shit acting. <laughs> that's Slash it. dialogue is way too forced. And, I, and I, I... I wrote that during the scene where the mom is running from the assassin. So that was like right oh in the fucking Lord. beginning of the movie when I wrote that shit. Don't get me, don't, don't get me started on that. Don't get me started on that part. So that's, Wait, that's my big con. I have a I don't know if it's con. It's a question, and if y'all answer it, then it's not a con. Well, no, I take it back. I was gonna ask what exactly was his powers, but I guess it's the ability to like control what people see. It's, like, tele- it's like telepathy, kind of. I no, feel like his definitely telepathy, like the mom, and that was it. I feel like it only works sometimes. It only worked I feel sometimes. Like he didn't fucking use it at all. Like, like what? What specific? Because there were certain instances where it didn't work, but like there was a reason. I don't, wait, okay, what were the reasons? I don't remember. Well, for he tried doing it on those like special operatives, and they had they had contacts mm-hmm. on or something in, in their head, and they were like, "Oh, okay, nice try, the, buddy." The first time when he was fighting the guy in his house. That dude has telepathy too, so he probably has a hard, more hardened mind. So he's like powerless, basically. Let's oh. so he's like weak. Yeah, but also remember when they were in the facility and his eyes bleed when he uses it because there's like fucking tumors in his head from using it so much. That's fair. He probably was strong at one point. And then her power, she has more than just fire. But yes, she does have more than just fire. But she, I feel like they didn't really say that. They just kind of like, oh yeah, she also has this. Can I say another flaw I had or no? You don't go around. Anthony, did you have anything else? Um, it related to Anthony's. That's why I'm asking. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was go just, ahead with your other one. I still have a lot. So I was just gonna say, uh, in regards to the girl, yeah. So I thought the whole arc with her from the beginning was gonna be her learning to control her powers and use it for like not killing people, like being good. And but she ended up that wasn't like that at all. But that wasn't my issue. My issue was the way like he kept saying. You need to control your power. You need to control it. And she kept following. She's like, okay, okay, okay. But then towards the middle of the film, she does a one fuck, a 180 and all of a sudden she's like, actually, I'm going to kill these guys. Actually, yeah. I think it's okay to kill. Actually, not I'm not going to listen. The film. It's literally okay. just the last 10 minutes. Let me, okay. I, one, okay, one of your cons was like the, the writing. They had b- bad writing, right? Mm-hmm. I'm terrible at recognizing that in movies. 
you will almost never hear me call out good writing or bad writing in a movie because I like never catch on to that. That's just not, not something that I, you know, realize, you know, well, it, for, for, for live action movies, at least, I mean, obviously animations a little, I feel like animation movies are a little bit, a little, no, a little bit. Not. Yeah. I was good. I was like, no, never mind. But, um, I feel like movies like this, you just got to see, you got to say it back to yourself. Like, you got to see, is this realistic? Is would someone say this? Right. And I, I don't know. I could, I, I could probably recognize it more if I like really tried, but just 90% of the times when I'm watching movies, that's just not something that I look for or I, I, I find not notice the shitty writing whenever it's like the key like tagline in the movie okay let me finish liar liar i'm just telling you that's just not something that i find in movies that's just me okay anthony if you want some i know y'all are okay anyways but this is one of the movies where there is one scene that i'm just like who who the fuck wrote this (laughs) (laughs) what scene what scene we have to know it's when she was in the back of the car acting like a full-grown man. Oh, yeah! <laughs> the lady. I'm like, dude, you're 10 years old. What are you doing talking like this? She's like, she's like, she's like, where's my dad? If you don't talk, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, I'm like, dude, you're 10. I didn't... I didn't <laughs> what the fuck she say? She like half kill, half baked him, and she said, oh, uh, put you out of your misery. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She just remembers... You gotta finish the job now. He's suffering. I don't, I don't Which, by the just, way, was also the most retarded fucking scene I've ever seen in my life. Like, I was, I was gonna tell you, Anthony, if you, like if you really want practice recognizing bad writing, just watch the Star Wars prequels. They're like super notorious for bad writing and dialogue. Just watch them, and you'll see exactly. No, you just gotta rewatch this it. movie and listen to her say "liar, liar, pants on fire." Oh, <laughs> that was bad. Yeah, that was like, like, liar. That was my dumbest shit. Yeah, uh, the score in this movie was really overbearing, unoriginal, and not great. <laughs> really, I thought it was. And I did not. My I issue didn't... was John Carpenter and his son wrote this score. Mm-hmm. So it sounded just like the Halloween soundtrack. It did, but yes. that was my whole issue. Is it sounded just like the Halloween soundtrack? It had undertones of the any, Halloween soundtrack. There was they used the same instrument and like the same mm-hmm. chords as the Halloween soundtrack. Mm-hmm. They just slightly changed up the melody, and I mean like very slightly. And to me, it just came off as very unoriginal, uninspired, and they just kind of half-assed this shit as like a favor to the director. Now, I did think it was unoriginal, but I also thought the score was the best part of the movie. It's not saying a lot at all. I'm not saying it's like that great. I'm just saying because it reminds me of Halloween. Yeah, I enjoy it. So this note is the only note that I had like taken from other movie reviewers. And it reminds me like Stranger Things is heavily inspired by Stephen King's horror movies and stuff. And The Boys is a very similar storyline to Evil Corporation giving kids superpowers and then tracking them down and using them for bad stuff. And both of those gave you 80, 90, 200% better story Mm -hmm. than this one. And they basically revolve around the same things. Uh, uh, I'm just going down my list of notes here. Uh, This note I literally wrote uh, 
Why the fuck teach the daughter to control her powers by burning cats alive? <laughs> it was an accident, bro. That might have been the stupidest shit that I have ever witnessed. Where they're like, oh, no, you can't use your powers to hurt things. But uh, since you hurt that thing, just go ahead and finish it off. Like, what the fuck kind of message do you fucking I send th- to your kids like that? I thought of that as more of like, there are going to be times where your like your powers are going to might hurt people sometimes. And like in the case that it hurts somebody like this, like this bad, you're going to just have to well, see, better and, defend them. You know what and I mean? I, I would take the scene like that if the literal words out of his mouth were not the polar fucking opposite story. The literal words out of his mouth as it happened were, you can't use your power to hurt people because when you hurt people like that, you hurt their families and their loved ones too, not just them. So promise me you won't hurt people. Now go ahead and finish it off since you already heard it. Like, what the fuck is that? It's true. <laughs> I want you to break your promise, Charlie. <laughs> Dude, did, uh, you, did y'all notice too that when the mother died, she like grieved for like one scene and then like they were all good? The mother's yeah. death might have been the stupidest thing I've ever seen, too. Like, that whole fight scene was literally her running, shutting doors behind herself, screaming, and then getting her head popped. And they didn't even kill her on screen in a rated R movie. Nope, they did not. The only reason this movie was rated R because they showed a dead cat, and that was it. And then the villain was, like, her brother or some shit like that? Was I getting that wrong? Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm not there yet. Uh, I might have been confused. L- but l- I... l- okay. Let me get there in my notes. We'll get there. We're working there slowly. Um, the next note I put was laughable training montage. I, you mean to tell me in like a 30 minute training montage where the only thing she accomplishes is being able to light a campfire from that. She goes to automatically being able to use her powers precisely. Dude, I not, forgot about that scene. Not to mention they don't even show her practicing her using her dad's push ability, which they only hinted at her having he just literally said if you have your mom's you probably have mine that was it that was the only illusion that they gave to it and then the first time she uses it she does it perfectly no consequences she's just like give me your bike give me your sandwich give me your fucking clothes <laughs> give me your fucking clothes <laughs> and th- that was it like it was literally like a two-minute montage of her lighting shit on fire and being like well i can do whatever i want now and then she goes and burns someone alive uh, who was just talking about having a family uh, before her dad gives her permission to break the promise, might I add. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. <laughs> hey, I put the assassin side plot fucking stupid. Uh, they said, uh, you killed your mom, which makes you now her uncle, which means you're her brother. Uh, I- yeah, I'm, I'm her brother. Yeah, uh-huh. that means I killed my mom. Uh-huh. I don't, I don't give a fuck. Then. What the heck? See, yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. Uh, I was going to say I thought it was that he was her brother, but I don't understand how. Like, it's just the age gap's so freaking weird. Why would her brother look older than her fucking parents? That's what I'm saying. It's weird. Uh, I think it was like a metaphorical brother, as in, like, they're all related by their powers, powers. experimenting some shit. Oh, uh, dude, the the line that made me cringe so hard was when uh, she went to the facility and the, the main leader of the facility was like, you're like a real-life superhero. Yeah, no, that triggered I me. I was like, bro. 
Uh, Bro. And then my final note was, what the fuck was the villain's plan, though? Question mark. I don't know, man. Yeah. It was because, like, at the very end, she got her in the facility. She was holding her dad hostage. And then she was like, huh, I need you to stay here or else uh, you're not going to burn your dad, right? She's like, no, you know I'm crazy. I'm just going to burn my dad. <laughs> and she was like, oh, Maybe you are? The uh, dad himself. Wait, what? Well, yeah, the dad did kind of burn himself. But at the same time, like, I was this, like, supposed, like, genius, like, leader of a evil organization not going to have a backup plan for yeah. if she actually decides to burn the father knowing full well that this kid is fucking crazy and, like, has the potential to snap at any moment. He's just that good, my brother. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. That, I think I that know. about wraps up my... You got any pros, Anthony? Because I don't. Uh, I already talked about him. Uh, that's it, then? I don't have any. Okay, that's it. What are y'all's, uh, I want to start with you, Anthony. What's your rating? Just because you're the one that's, like, most deferred from us. I'll give it a five. All right, I'll take it. I was, I was, say, I was gonna give it a six, but that would have pissed me off too. Because I was about to say, if you give this fucking a seven again, I will lose my shit, bro. No. no <laughs> okay. Um, I thought you were about to drop the seven bomb, and you were like trying so hard not to laugh because you knew I was gonna say something about it. <laughs> no, you do, you Anthony. This is why we all have opinions. the fact that Anthony gave it a five. Honestly, says a lot because it takes a lot for him to drop a movie that hard. Yeah, but anything below a six for me is like pretty bad. He's a very loving movie critic. Um, are we still doing? What's the lowest you can go? Yeah, what's the lowest zero. you can go? You can say zero. Yeah, I said zero before. I'm gonna give this a zero. How do you give it a zero? Thank Dude, you. So in my opinion, in my opinion, there's just nothing redeeming about this. There's no reason to even watch this movie because from like nothing happens that you can go cut they take out from the movie. In my opinion, and be like, oh yeah, that's the, yeah. that's cool in this movie. Like you should watch. In my opinion. thank you, because I was also gonna give it a zero, but I would have felt bad if I gave it anything other than that. If like, you guys did have a zero, you can't like. The music, you can't like the special effects, you can't like the actors, you can't like literally anything. Okay, yeah, that's I'll... literally what I put in you my can't notes. Have any pros for it? Okay, if you don't I'll... have any pros, have a pro. I'll give it a zero point five because I did say that I thought the score was all right. I literally put in my notes: bad cinematography, no, dog shit acting, dialogues force. I think uh, you gave last days of was boring, overbearing, unoriginal, and bad. Say it again, Anthony. I think you gave Last Days of American Crime a higher score. I probably did because it's a better movie. <laughs> Damn. And with that, we have an average on the Hulometer of 1.8, which is our lowest to date. That's crazy. If you think about it. Deserves it. Fuck this movie. Waste of time. All right. And on that note, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you did enjoy our commentary... Be sure to drop a like and subscribe if you're listening on YouTube. If you're watching on anything other than that, give us a five-star rating. Uh, let us know uh, in the Spotify poll what you guys thought of the movie as well. Compare your notes to ours. If you guys thought you enjoyed it a little bit more than we did, let us know because we're always happy to hear you guys' opinion. And on top of that, if you're listening to this right now, we got brand new hats dropping for the first time ever. Get your 
certified hooligan hangout beanies, snapbacks, dad hats, baseball, well, dad hats and baseball caps are the same thing, uh, trucker hats, all of the above. We have them. Check it out. Really cool designs, really cool colors. Uh, merch slash. I fucking forgot the fucking link. Merch.streamelements.com slash the hooligan hangout. Check us out on all our social medias at the hooligan hangout. And uh, it's always a. Say hi to your moms for us. Of course, of course. Mm-hmm.